0: Rise for their majesties of royally obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Stand by, three cheers for Her Majesty the Queen! Welcome back to royally obsessed. I'm Caitlin Menza, and I'm Lisa Ryan, and it's time for your weekly update on the royal news you need to know. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at royally obsessed podcast, and join our Facebook group royally obsessed, which is obviously even faster than we are at posting. You guys are posting all of the updates from this royal tour, and I'm so appreciative because sometimes I'm learning things from you. Because I look away for like two minutes and they're somewhere else. The power of the internet. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you very much to everybody keeping me posted in the Facebook group. Uh, subscribe to the podcast and leave us the royal rating of a five star review, which is always appreciated. Indeed. And you can send us an email at info gallerypodcast.com. This week, we are, oh, I'm so happy. Can I just start there? <laughs> That's really nice. I'm happy you're happy. I just, what a fun bunch of events to discuss today. Um, of course, so fun. the South Africa tour has begun. Um, so we have updates on that. We got an Archie peak. We had Misha Nunu's wedding over the weekend. Uh, a, a surprise appearance from Kate Middleton. Uh, a Beyonce update somehow Ugh. a flea bag update and a crown update <laughs> <laughs> all of our interests in one all episode all of my interests in one episode oh i'm so pleased with this turn of events with this week where we find ourselves um let's see royal refreshment yes and now it's time for the weekly royal cocktail I'm very happy because I like this, and it's very delicious, and I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling a little stressed out, so it's very nice and relaxing. We are drinking the Hendrix um, Midsummer Solstice gin that we were sent a while back. Even though it's technically fall, we'll just keep living out our summer gin days. Sure will. And we mixed it with ginger ale that, again, I stole. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Bad. Not from a store. From not just from like a, a store. Cupboard. From a cupboard. That's not better. Mm-hmm. It is company ginger ale. Mm -hmm. It's not someone's personal ginger ale, for what it's worth. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a bad person. I'm just not great. She made little scare quotes with her fingers just now. I think (laughs) it's important to note that. Um, (laughs) And we have a listener email. You take it, Lisa. It's from Christina, and it's quite long, and we have a lot to discuss today. So I am going to truncate. I'm going to truncate it down to Christina's... uh, very, very royal weekend that she wanted to tell us about. So to quote Christina, she said, On Saturday, I strong-armed my husband into taking me to the Downton Abbey movie. Then, from your recommendation, I began reading The Royal We by the Fug Girls and couldn't put it down even when my beloved Carolina Panthers were playing on Sunday afternoon. Can't relate to that part, but carry on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm from the Carolinas, kind of, so I can kind of, I guess, but I don't like football. Anyway, back to the letter. Later that night, I started drafting my letter to congratulate Princess Eugenie and Jack on their first anniversary, as I think you have mentioned on previous episodes that some royals will send back responses. Ooh. Finally, this regal weekend was complete, uh, made complete by listening to almost five hours of your podcast while I organized my pantry and bathroom cabinets. Wow. Um, I can't imagine listening to Five Hours of Us, but I love to organize stuff. And <laughs> uh, that's why I follow the home edit religiously on Instagram. That's the home edit. It's, they organize things. It's amazing. Anyway, um, she continues. The true friendship and love that you have for sharing your royal passion inspires me and makes me forget that I'm completing chores Hope you are able to keep up this podcast forever or else I will have to live in a dirty and untidy house. That's the that's the consequences. Seriously. I, I mean, warning to our producers, like, <laughs> please keep us going forever. Oh, wow. Thank you so much, Christina. I also want to note that her separate line was greetings, Lady Lisa and Marcianess. Mar- Marcianess. Oh, God. What it a was waste one of those Eric pronunci- was last week. <laughs> I can't remember these things. Well, I mean, one of the pronunciation videos that was circulating. Okay. Uh, a few months ago showed me it was Marchioness. yes Marchioness Menza you'd think I would know that if it's my own title wow and then she said cheers Countess Christina so I just really like that Um, thank you so much Christina I'm so glad that we could help you with cleaning because that really does suck and I understand Um, and then we have This Week in Royal History and now This Week in Royal History it's really appropriate for everything that else is Excuse me, that is going to happen in this episode, but it's Prince Harry and Meghan Markle making their first public appearance together it was 2 years ago today, the day we're recording September 24th, 2017. Man, it was the uh, when Meghan attended Toronto. Toronto. Where I'm from. <laughs> she it was when Meghan attended the opening ceremony of the Invictus Games just Wow, wow, wow. Two years. <laughs> Whirlwind, two years. Indeed. So in those two years, engaged, married, baby, uh, multiple royal tours in the Southern Hemisphere. Pretty incredible. Pretty incredible, yes. And so um, just uh, really puts us back there. Uh Wow! It also notes that the prince was that Prince Harry sat in a VIP area, a separate VIP area with Melania Trump and Justin Trudeau. So yikes. Um, then we have, <laughs> of course, uh, well, we wanted to give first a little update on the SmartWorks um, organization yes. and the collection. Someone rightfully pointed out that last week we were so excited to get to our guests that we didn't um, instruct people on how they can buy the SmartWorks items, and now it turns out a lot of things have been sold out. But luckily, they're going to be restocked, and so. The Sussex Royal Instagram account posted about it over the weekend, and they wrote, just over one week ago, the Duchess of Sussex announced the launch of the Smart Set, an initiative to support the women of SmartWorks charity. In just eight days, your active support has helped equip the women of SmartWorks with enough units from this capsule collection to help for a full year. Unbelievable. Though many of the items sold out quickly, most are being restocked, and you can continue to play your part and then luckily, InStyle has instructed us on how we can actually buy those, and they noted it's a little bit tricky because the collaborators' items are sold on each of their individual sites. So there's um, Jigsaw, there's Marks & Spencer, there's John Lewis, and of course, there's Mies- Misha Nunu, yes. which... Brings us to. Yes. So um, this weekend, just in case they weren't busy enough, uh, Megan and Harry attended the wedding of uh, Megan's good friend, Misha Nunu, to Michael Hess, which who is the heir to the Hess truck. Um, Foiled stuff. I know. I just like that he's the Hess truck guy also. <laughs> um, so they got married in Rome. And so we we saw the two, we saw the Sus- Sussexes arrive. And we only really got to, see, it was all paparazzi stuff, obviously. We only got to see the top of Megan's shoulders in her Valentino black dress. I think I saw more of it as well. All I saw was the shoulders. And then I, I feel like maybe I saw on some fashion sites like what the full dress looked like. And I wish I did get a really clear shot because it's kind of interesting. It's like very voluminous, and I would love to see like a good shot of Meghan in it. But it is also someone's private wedding, so I understand if there weren't perfect images of Meghan, you know, it's not like she was walking a line, so it's fine, of course. Um, it's also, um, it was a very fancy wedding. She wasn't, she and Harry weren't the only royals there. There was Beatrice, there was Eugenie. Um Your th- personal role, Gail King. <laughs> oh my god, I was about to say that. Yes. Gail <laughs> King, who I watch every morning when she's not in Rome for fancy weddings. <laughs> yeah. Um but then also there were um the Kushners and uh Carly Kloss. And their so, Yeah, their spouses. Yeah. <laughs> so that was incredible. I, I oh and Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom. I was like, Oh, to be a fly on the wall of this wedding reception, like so fascinating. And apparently, um, Megan, according to Royals reporter Rebecca English, um, Megan gave a reading at the wedding and she was the only person to do so. And so what she read was um, an excerpt from The Vow by Roger McGow. Um, I was reading this over and I was just thinking about, you know, hearing Megan speak in speeches and, and suits and I'm sure she sounded so great and. We can read parts of it, but we're not going to sound like eloquent, like <laughs> loving. It's actually like a very sing-songy sort of poem. Um, I'm going to choose this because it amuses me. Trains run on time, hurricanes run out of breath, floods subside, and toast lands side up. And with this ring, my final vow to recall whatever the future may bring, the love I feel for you now. Um, it's just about, you know, how life goes in and out. and um, It's a really, really sweet reading. It's out. really cute. I really – I enjoyed it. Imagine just getting to choose of all your famous friends and you're like, okay, I think I'll have Megan do the reading, of course. (laughs) Uh, Oh, and one more fashion note that the Valentino dress, which was – you know, had this – the sheer sleeves and uh, some sequins on it. It's from Valentino's spring-summer collection and it was – it retails for (gasps) – $13,500. But then she paired it with $6 earrings. (laughs) The ultimate (laughs) high and low. Yeah. So I just... And it's funny because the earrings to me were the most striking thing since all I was seeing was her shoulders up. I was like, oh, what are those earrings? Because they looked really big. Of course, the photos were a little fuzzy. But I was like, what are those? It turns out they are $6 earrings. So how fun is that? Relatable. It's the most relatable thing since... uh, princess charlotte's unicorn chain <laughs> so amazing amazing little moment fascinating that they went to rome and got did all of this and then they just flew to south africa like one day later um so that brings us of course to the tour so we are recording uh on tuesday night which means that by the time you're listening to this a bunch more things have unfolded mm-hmm. but uh It's still been so much. We obviously have plenty to talk about. (laughs) Yes, yeah. So, of course, we're going to go through some of our highlights of the past two days. We obviously can't mention everything that's happened because we all know that on these tours, they're just, like, jam full of events. They're doing so many different things, and there's so many special moments. Like, you know, um, we already saw Harry um, uh, help Megan with her ponytail when he, like, pulled oh, so it back sweet. in a really nice way. and he, we did saw... a, he did that, like, hour two of this entire tour. And I was like, well, it's already been a success. Oh. Yeah, I <laughs> you know? know, right? <laughs> and then we saw, like, a super, super tiny glimpse of Archie. But we know we're probably going to see him again on the trip. So we don't have much to say about it other than he looks like a cute baby. Look like a cute baby. Um, I do think it's worth noting that um, the outfit that – again, this was, like, photos from super far away of them, you know, disembarking. But um, – Archie was wearing what looks exactly like the outfit that Prince Harry wore when he was like the an hat? infant, yeah, on his first royal tour, and I of course got this from the E Holmes account. Uh, Elizabeth posted that. On the birthday post of Harry's on September 15th, one of the images in the collage was that exact photo with the like ski cap on his first royal tour as a baby. Easter eggs. Exactly. Easter eggs being like, FYI, you're not crazy. We dressed Archie and he looks just like Harry did on his first royal tour. that's really sweet. Yeah. So that was the arrival. And I will say also the very first event, um, them arriving in Cape Town, Meghan in the Black uh, printed wrap dress and just being greeted by this. Just w- such a happy crowd. The dancing, the hugging, the kids, the colors, the noise, the bands. It was just such a stirring start. Um, all the images were great, but I especially, of course, am attached to Chris Jackson's. Um, if you're not following him on Instagram, what are you doing? How did you find this podcast? How did you Have find you this podcast? But go look because he has this great image that did run on the front page of The Telegraph today. Um, of Megan dancing and holding one of the women's hands while she dances and she's giggling and it was just such a warm-hearted beginning and they spent that very first uh first event was at the justice desk project which supports vulnerable young people in that area and Mm -hmm. then a workshop uh where young women and older women learn self-defense and basically just a very strong start I feel like I'm always interested as to those very first events that they choose to sort of I don't, you know, set a tone or I don't know what, but, you know, those images are going to go everywhere and it's like the most exciting day of the whole thing. So Mm -hmm. it's I think it's interesting to see what they what they chose. And And we know that um, Megan gave a really, really amazing speech pretty much like from the get go at um one of the first events uh, and it was about empowering women and clips of her speaking are everywhere and you should listen because we can't really do her words justice, but we will try. Um, I know uh, she said, please know that my husband and I have been closely following what you've been experiencing here as best we can from afar. But now that we are with you, we are eager to learn and see firsthand the work that you're doing, the vital work you're doing, and that everything that is being done on the ground is making the great change that you not only need, but that you deserve. And then um, later she says something that so many people um, are just so impressed by. And she said, um, and just on one personal note, may I say that while I'm here with my husband as a member of the royal family, I want you to know that for me, I am here here with you as a mother, as a wife, as a woman, as a woman of color, and as your sister. I truly cannot read that without tearing up. It's been like I've read it like four times. I listened to the speech, but there it's such a powerful thing for her to say. Um, I knew I would get sort of emotional watching this trip unfold because for, you know, an interracial couple to be for a black and white couple to be standing in South Africa, you know, in their lifetimes, their, their marriage was not legal. And so for them to, you know, for Megan to be there, for them both to be there together and for Megan to be speaking about, just be speaking as a woman of color is just incredibly moving and meaningful. And I'm so glad that they of course jumped right into that. Um, and also at the event where they were learning about, you know, the workshop of self-defense classes, Harry also gave a speech where he talked about, um, You know, my, my role as a, as a husband is my role as a man is to protect my wife and my, um, my child. And I just, wow, really, again, just going right for it, um, on day one was really, really incredible. Um, So I love that. Um, Also, I just want to note, it's such a weird thing to transition to that, but her dress, the black and white dress, was by a brand, uh, My Amico, which is a sustainable brand that uses ethically sourced fabrics. um, And they are based in Malawi, which, of course, um, is one of the countries that Harry will be going to later this week. Um, I highly recommend checking out the website. Honestly, I do enjoy fashion of course, and I enjoy Megan's fashion, but usually I'm like, oh, I'm not going to buy that, right? Like, I never actually think that. But I heard, or I was seeing from Twitter that my Amico is actually really affordable and super cute. How affordable? So I looked. everything, Almost everything is under $100. Oh, everything really? that I saw was under $100. And it's all stuff like what you saw her wearing yesterday, like really cute printed dresses that could be great for the weekend, but also like good for work and appropriate for work. Um, just really super cute stuff, really flattering looking. Um, I will say almost everything is sold out. You could see the They were, like, updating the website because everything was getting sold out, like, piece by piece. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. So that's just really awesome. So we saw that. And then uh, she changed um, before they went to the District 6 Museum which is another really emotional place in South Africa's history. It represents, it tells the story of um, a neighborhood that was where all the residents uh, were forcibly removed and made to live on the outskirts of the city so that white people could live there. So all the black residents were forcibly removed. Um, And so there's now a museum there. So you can learn all about, um, it has a lot of signage from the time period being like, you know, Uh, Black people can't use this entrance and that, you know, black people aren't welcome here and that kind of thing. So um, to see them there again on day one was really special. And Megan rewore an outfit from the the Tonga stage. The beautiful. Sorry, beautiful. 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 No, that's perfect. (laughs) The beautiful blue. The (laughs) beautiful blue. Yeah, I love that she wore that. I recognize I was like to Lisa when I saw it I was like oh is that a rewear? Like on day 1 she's doing a rewear um, and she styled it slightly differently she had her hair down this time which also like showed that her hair's gotten really long. She's been away from us for so long that I was like look at look at that hair it's like almost all the way down her back. Love it. I love it, too. Yeah. Um, Although I just cut my hair, so now I'm like, what have I done? (laughs) That stage Um, of the haircut. (laughs) And then so we have some highlights from day two, which was just as jam-packed. There was a tiny little Archie update, which was very fun. She was chatting with some of the locals. I think it was one of those things that a Royals reporter picked up while she was just chatting casually. And she said, uh, I think somebody asked her about being parents, and she said, our plate is full with a five-month-old at the moment. It's so busy. Um, that's one of those things. Like whenever we hear a small little update like that from Kate, <laughs> like, we're like, "Yes! Oh my God, an update!" So, <laughs> exactly, that's our update. Exactly, busy. <laughs> and um, a chef who lives in Cape Town and chatted with them, uh, chatted with the with the Sussexes, told Harper'sBazaar.com, "They're both proud parents, very happy, and have good energy. They are caring people, and it shows in the work they do." They spoke about Archie and how he has been very comfortable since arriving, and they said he's a very good boy. <laughs> That's so cute. I like it a lot. Um, so it was really fun to see them. Um, well, first they they did an event um, at a mosque. It's South Africa's oldest mosque is where they were today. And that's, of course, where we saw uh, Megan wearing a headscarf. And she wore an olive like uh, maxi shirt dress, you know, very conservative to go mm-hmm. into the mosque Um the, dra- the designer is stout. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. But it's an eco-friendly dress. It's made out of 100% recycled nylon. Wow. I know. Um, and it's one of her more, quote, unquote, affordable picks because it's 325 <laughs> And there they met with faith leaders and um, they viewed the first known manuscript of the Quran. Which so is pretty, pretty cool. amazing. Yeah. So that's awesome. And then they were also just hanging out in the Bokop neighborhood of Cape Town, which is just the super, super colorful place. Um, It has a really interesting history where um, after slavery was abolished, um, the freed people moved there and Painted the buildings with these happy colors. Um, I went to Cape Town two years ago and it. Of course, you of did. Of course, I did for of a story. You did, and it was, you know, it's a really special neighborhood. It has this great history, but I have to say that everybody who was there was there to take pictures for Instagram. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate It's that. one of those things, right? But that is what you know the neighborhood for is like every building is painted a different, bright, happy color. Um, that said, it made for really nice pictures today with the Sus- Sussexes because they were both wearing sort of neutrals or dark colors. Oh yeah. and so they really popped against all those amazing buildings. And I the photos from that moment um, of them walking down the streets in bokop are just another reminder that you're like, wow, these two, they w- the crowds around them, the like brass band in the background, the kids are just like their lives are insane, you know mm-hmm. Like all of South Africa has turned out to watch them. It's just incredible. Incredible. And then another event that they uh, attended was with Waves for Change. They stopped by the beach. Uh, Waves for Change is an organization that supports local surf mentors who provide mental health services to vulnerable young people. And I saw headlines, and it's so funny that, like, Megan had a historic moment, and it was that she wore a jean jacket. And it's really (laughs) funny because she wore a Madewell jean jacket. And I know this is true for New York, but I assume it's probably true for anywhere in the U.S., that's just like what people wear yeah. in warm weather. You know, I have a J. Crew one, which is, isn't that like the same company? Or it's the same company. So, like, basically, it's just like what people wear. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. And so she just looked like, and I liked her crossbody um, bag. She just looked like a New Yorker. Was also Madewell. Um, <laughs> of course it was. It's just She does love Madewell. Um, I just, I loved that look. Um, the F.U.G. girls pointed out, they were like, this is an outfit everyone has, right? Yeah, you I know? like that a lot. I, I like those relatable moments. I like the ultra glam, but I feel like the relatable moments when, is one when i'm like oh yeah i am you i am you we would be friends why aren't we hanging out and having pasta on a friday night but uh also it was a very casual look obviously but she was going to the beach and there was a warning of a windstorm like a sandstorm kicking up oh i know so she was dressed very appropriately like sunglasses out hair in a ponytail for that um well you know we love nothing more than mental health and this event was all about mental health and like I'm going to therapy tomorrow morning and I'm so excited just to (laughs) prep myself for that. But um, Harry said something that I thought was really, really interesting. Um, He said, I think most of the stigma is around mental illness. We need to separate the two mental health, which is every single one of us, and mental illness, which could be every single one of us. That's really interesting. Isn't that really interesting? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so unique. And then um, I don't know why I said unique. I did. I mean, it's just, it's rare for, people to speak this way. Yeah, it's just and something st- I it's haven't it's a perspective I hadn't considered before. I hadn't, and I think it's so interesting and it's so true. And then Megan said that um one of the most pressing issues around uh mental health is simply just getting people to talk about it and to talk to each other, which is so true. And then she said, and I quote, you see that no matter where you are in the world, if you're in a small community, or sorry, if you're a small community or a township, if you're a big city, is that everyone is dealing with a different version of the same thing. Globally, I think there's a bit of a consciousness crisis. And so the fact that we're able to be here together to see on the ground so much good work that's being done just because people are willing to talk to each other about it and someone's willing to listen is huge. Yeah, it's great. And I'm so glad that, as always, everything that they do has so many of the things that they do have a— a mental health element. Sorry, the thing we were reading didn't have good punctuation. <laughs> it was really it was really affecting my ability Listen, the, to just like properly punctuate. The Royals reporters are filing as quickly as they possibly can. I know, they I did know. Something and we're just like, in New York and they're like on the ground <laughs> so busy. Yeah, but I mean it's hard because they did something like, you know, Eight events today. Mm-hmm. You know, if I looked away from the computer for a minute or like actually did my job, uh, my other one of my other <laughs> imagine, jobs, imagine. I was like, wait, wait, what did I miss? What did I miss? Every time I looked up, there was a new outfit. And the thing, it's okay. So I just want to quickly say, because obviously we're going to be addressing fashion throughout these tours. That as like frivolous as fashion might be, when you compare it to the, like the gigantic issues that they will be handling this week and all these amazing charities. Uh, it might seem a little silly, but I, I think it's important and interesting to see what she's choosing, why she's choosing it, um, what kind of message she's trying to convey, Megan. And then also every – and this I really – this is not my insight. I really am stealing this from Elizabeth Holmes. Um, but she pointed out that every time Megan changes an outfit, it brings new attention to that cause and that mm-hmm. event so if she had worn the same outfit all day today you'd be like oh day two like it would all blend whereas now I see the jeans Madewell outfit and I'm like oh that was the waves for change on the beach thing you know the there was the mosque outfit so now I remember I associate it with that and it just it really does help And it makes people pay attention over and over and over again, as silly as that is. Yeah, Um, it's so true and it's so important. Um, And I'm glad she's doing it and it's fun to look at. And now I can go buy things from my amigo as soon as they restock. Yes, I'm going to have to bookmark that (laughs) and visit it regularly. Yes. So speaking of royal tours, uh, we finally got the tour dates for Prince William and Kate Middleton's visit to Pakistan. Yes. Which is coming up October 14th through the 18th so not quite a full week it's monday through friday but you know they have three young kids so they're missing a school week i'm sure that's going to be busy for them i mean it'll still be so thrilling i i it's just it's so good knowing that that's coming because i always feel a bit let down when these royal tours end because it's such a high and you're like so much happening and then after you're like what what is the meaning of life what do i have like going for me. And then also this will end and then we'll go straight into the crown. So like I, I, feel, I feel real purpose. Um, but yes, I'm so excited for that. Um, and their last major tour was to Sweden and Norway in January 2018 when Kate was pregnant with Prince Louis. I barely remember that. We hadn't even launched a podcast yet. Oh my God. What was life <laughs> like back then? Um, I do remember her wearing like the wintry outfit and uh, playing... Like field hockey, but maybe on the ice or ice Oh, I remember era. a lot of uh, winter hats. Oh, yes, lots of hats. Lots of winter hats because, again, Norway and Sweden. Yes. So we have a couple of Kate updates. So um, in one of them, Kensington Royal, Kensington Palace, you know, their account is Kensington Royal, so I forget it's Palace sometimes. <laughs> right, right. But they um, shared some images from the Blue Peter show, which i'm sure everyone in the uk knows it very well it's a beloved children's show but kate was on um a few months ago to announce a competition for viewers to design a sculpture to go in her beloved garden of course it's Cute. her garden and then the contest winner was announced last week and Kensington palace um released behind the scenes uh, this sorry a behind the scenes photo of kate making the tough decision and in it, she wore the pink dress that we saw her at that polo match wearing I when she had freaking loved that outfit. Yeah, she was looking great. She paired it with red, and yeah, it's when she was in floral. like ultra mom mode, mm-hmm. feeding her kids snacks mm-hmm. with in the trunk of the car. Best the summer, boot. such a great summer event, yeah. And so that was really cute. And I kind of, in in the Instagram post, you can see video of it, and it seems just like a very cute thing. She's so natural speaking with kids, it's really adorable. That's one of those good aspects of their job when you get to tell a little kid they won something. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Again, there are certain aspects of their jobs that are really cool. I think Megan and Harry are in the midst of that of one, but another is getting to tell a little kid that he won something. He's gonna get Or to, she. Or she, obviously. But now this kid gets to put it on his college applications, uni applications. What's great is for all the prep I did here, I did not find out who won. <laughs> I just was like <laughs> just what did at, she wear? I'm just looking at a picture of the little boy, you know. Um he seems Very excited that he won. And then um, Kate went to another event. uh, And it was a surprise event. It's a surprise engagement. Probably not a surprise to her, but a surprise to us. Um, She visited the Sunshine House uh, Children and Young People's Health and Development Center. um, And she was meeting there with the nurse partnership team. So if you've already forgotten this, because it has been like a really crazy week. I know. Um, <laughs> it feels like this was a really long time ago. And I was like, <laughs> I have to, what's Kate been up to? I'm like, oh, this was just last week. Yeah. So she, it was the event where she wore a polka dot top tucked into some sort of like culotte pants, which I saw a debate in the Facebook group being like, what do you call these pants? Culottes? Gauchos? Just, what do we call these? It depends on how old you are, I think. What do you call them? Swingy pants. <laughs> <laughs> Short swingy pants. Um, but yeah, it was an, an unannounced engagement. I'm happy to see her out and about. And then she also gave a super small update about her child that we can really go with Um, she (laughs) she told one mom that children grow up so quickly and then she said she can't believe that George is six already well I can't believe it either like time hot take on that quote but um, (laughs) can you believe it time exists I can't believe George is six already because that means I've aged and I'm not comfortable with that Oh, my gosh. I hate the passage of time. I know. I truly dislike it. I know. And, like, after a really long week, and it's Tuesday. Yeah. And it's like, ah, time. What is happening? I'm sipping my gin and ginger, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) I'm so old. I've aged so much this past week. Um, But we also have some quick little royal adjacent things. um, Or some may say actually very royal thing. Well, of course. So, well, I want to do the first one is that um, this is actually shocking. Um, Angela Kelly, who is Queen Elizabeth's essentially stylist, but also confidant, is writing a book, which Put another way, is being p- given permission to write a book. Um, and so it was announced um, by the HarperCollins this week, and it's called The Other Side of the Coin, The Queen, The Dresser, and The Wardrobe. Is that like The Lion, The Witch, and The Wardrobe? Oh, my wardrobe? God, that is. That's so smart. <laughs> of course, I wouldn't have thought of that until I read it out loud. Um, The power of reading. Yeah, so we're looking at Town & Country's article, and they said Queen Elizabeth has granted permission to Angela Kelly, who has served as her dresser and confidant for 25 years, to write a book not only about royal fashion, but about their experience working together. Now, that is... Beyond interesting. Again, like we were saying before, love fashion, love what it represents and and how super famous people like Queen Elizabeth, the most famous person on earth, uh, use fashion to make a point and compliment a country and all those kinds of things. Um, so excited for that. And I think it's pretty soon. Next month. Next month. So they've been keeping this under wraps for a while. So the permission was granted a while ago. Permission was granted. Um, so thrilled... And the, uh, let's see, I wanted to read the quote. Oh, Samantha Cohen, a former assistant private secretary to the Queen, um, says it gives a rare insight into the demands of the job supporting the monarch and we gain privileged insight into a successful working relationship characterized by humor, creativity, hard work, and a mutual commitment to service and duty. That all sounds like very... Wait, Samantha Cohen? Wasn't she working for Meghan temporarily? She was... I believe she was, yes. Because again, she's a private, she was a former private secretary to the Queen. Wow. Um, so I just love that we'll get like the sort of fun stuff of jewelry and dresses and the queen's famous purse, hopefully, and the brooches and whether or not she really does send messages with her brooches and her hats and things oh, like that. Yes. And then the magic of wearing certain colors to stand out at suit like certain events. Love all of that. And then you have the extra layer of their relationship thrilling i can't wait to read it and then the actual royal update the one that i was referring to yes involves beyonce kind of <laughs> not like real beyonce so this is so goofy that i thought it was fake but but it, the one that the article rec- Quoting is by our Eric Thomas, who we really like at Elle. He is a fantastic writer at Elle. so freaking funny. The funniest person on Twitter, or one of the funniest (laughs) people on Twitter. I would recommend it. Other than us, no, we're we're only moderately funny. I don't think I'm that funny on Twitter anymore. I'm very afraid. (laughs) But he noted that uh, the Madame Tussauds uh, in London has unveiled a wax figure of Beyonce, and they put her next to... Uh, the Sussexes and the Cambridges wax figures. So it's like five members of royalty. It's mm-hmm. very funny. Um, and I thought it was – I really did think it was fake. I thought it was like a joke or maybe they were in the midst of moving the statue. But it seems like that's real. And also Tina Knowles, who we've discussed her amazing social media voice, posted about it as well. So it is real. Yeah. And she uh, is royalty. Just to quickly quote um, our Eric Thomas, he wrote – Beyonce's placement in amongst the British royals temporarily displaces the other queen, who, when told about the switch, reportedly said, "Are you kidding? By all means, slay queen. Do you think this will get me a title discount ch- code? <laughs> Titles, the uh, streaming service. Of course. So funny. So that happened, and then the very last thing, which again, in another week, this we would have spent 12 minutes on because Olivia Coleman, um, but we got a. Uh, the most we've gotten from The Crown so far. It's still not even a full trailer. It is still a teaser trailer. But But it's good. But it's good. Netflix gave us a tiny little, like, I don't know, 20-second trailer for The Crown. And it's much cheekier than I would have expected. If you haven't watched it yet, basically Olivia Colman as Queen Elizabeth is being shown two images of her stamp, right? Uh, As in her stamp that you use to mail things. And the first one is an actual image of Claire Foy and then an actual image of Olivia, both, Mm -hmm. you know, in their roles as the queen. And she sort of, like, makes a joke that she doesn't recognize herself kind of thing or, like, time marches on. And I thought it was much more meta than I would have expected from the show because the show is pretty serious. Like, not dour, but it's pretty serious. And this was, you know, a very cheeky way of pointing out that the actresses have changed and reminding me that that is a good thing. And and it was Olivia Coleman being funny. Clairefoy wasn't super funny per se in the role. Yeah. Again, it's not a comedy show. It's certainly not a comedy show. But Olivia uh, Coleman's, uh, charm transcends genres oh of course it just it it went to show for me that she really will bring something different to the role and made me extra super excited for november 17th yeah i guess when i'm not leaving my apartment <laughs> for however many hours they release yeah not sleeping not eating well actually i'm gonna eat a lot but yeah. i'm not Winter. not bathing it's our version of cuffing season will be crowning season <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'll use that Olivia Coleman moment to briefly mention, because of course she stars on Fleabag, that Fleabag won all of the Emmys this weekend, and we were greatly amused by the tweets from you guys. We got so many <laughs> tweets, so many Instagram messages. As if was, like congratulating us on Fleabag's win. Although I was sitting with my boyfriend on the couch and I was like, I did it, I did it. And he had <laughs> to be like, what, what? And I was like, oh, me. As if we're the only people to like Fleabag. I know. I was like, I single-handedly <laughs> got people interested in the show, which was widely praised and literally everybody likes and yeah. has won awards because it's so widely beloved it has been called the most perfect season of television that's ever existed um so yes but i hope that a year from now we are celebrating the emmys of olivia coleman winning for the crown oh my god let's just she's gonna it, egot let's, she's gonna egot you know it let's just put it out into the universe again just things to look forward to in 2020 so when she got she's gonna have to perform in new york to be on broadway that's really interesting. Wow. I'm excited for our future. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, before we adjourn the Royal Pod, some highs and lows. It's time for the Royal Highs and Lows. My low. Do you dare have a low? I do have a low because my low is just that we're recording this on Tuesday, which means that by the time this podcast comes out, we are a little bit in the past and we don't have updates about stuff that happened. like I'm already behind yeah like we're behind (laughs) and so that's my low that's my only low yeah my low is that there's you know, with them doing eight events a day, it's hard to fit everything in. So I would honestly love to hear from you guys in the, like I said, I'm in the Facebook group watching throughout the day, um, when I'm trying to get my other jobs done, but, uh, (laughs) procrastination, (laughs) but I would love to hear from you guys about what you would like to see us discuss, hear us discuss next week. Um, so that I can make sure that all of your favorite moments are in there. Yes. Yes. Please. Anything that really stands out because it is, it's, it's a lot. Know. It's, it's amazing. Of, it's 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 like a, a good problem to have, but it can be difficult to decide what to mention when there's so many amazing things. Yeah, so we all have our favorite moments. Again, the dancing Archie's hat for me the Ponytail poll, which is so silly, Mine so but so far as the speech, the I, speech it's a lot of really, really good. Wait, stuff. We're and talking all the about highs, we gave away all of our highs, those are all my highs. <laughs> so, those are our highs, those are our highs, finished it. And the right. six dollar earrings, I was really into that too. Um, you can drop us an email at info gallerypodcast.com to ask us any and all questions about the Royals. That could also be where you email us highlights that you want us to discuss because if you don't do Facebook, um, is not a huge Facebook person herself, so I have a work related Facebook, so I get account. it. Um, remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review on Apple podcasts Um, here's a real review from Xavier Jacks they write positive vibes Uh, this is my chill podcast I'm an anglophile and a black woman which is some somewhat awkward prior to Megan thanks Meg's so this is my respite I get to hear about the DOS and DOC no disrespect to order in an environment of peace and love and that's really nice we try for positivity and peace and love and that's peace and love. We're not perfect people, but that's the aim. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, you can follow the show on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join the Facebook group, which has happened, as mentioned, Royally Obsessed. Um, you can follow me, Caitlin, at Hey K Menz, H-E-Y-K-M-E-N-Z, on Twitter and Instagram. And read my writing at com. And I'm Lisa Raya with no N for everything. That's true. Twitter, Instagram, writing portfolio pinterest snapchat tiktok i don't have a pinterest or a snapchat or a tiktok but i do follow instagram accounts and twitter accounts that post TikToks. Oh my god, me too i love tiktoks but I, i'm afraid to download the app because i don't know how to use it we're, we're anyway old. sorry we're, we're really old, old. we we're very old. much aged ourselves <laughs> all the youths <laughs> who are listening are like canceled <laughs> canceled these elderly people <laughs> we'll we'll work on it for next week perhaps <laughs> um until next week god save the pod We got so much to discuss look at all the pen i have on my hand <laughs>